But if you're tearing yourself down and you're talking about your cellulite or that place on your arm where you wish it didn't flap like a wing or you need to delete that selfie because it looks terrible, your daughter is not going to believe the things that you say about her because she hears the way you're talking about yourself. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What up, what up, what up? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, What's the lesson? What's the lesson? By the time this sucker comes out, we will be through with our second week of summer camp. The topic of discussion around summer camp week two is seeing self. So we're really going to dive into the conversation around body image and self-talk, which are hard subjects to talk about, but we are excited to tackle them. So we wanted to give a little um, synopsis of what's going to go down during week two of summer camp so you guys feel like you are involved as well. (laughs) But before that, Jilly P. Hi, Mare. How you doing? I'm so good. I was telling Mary today at our workout just how excited I am for summer camp. I mean, I'm a 35, almost 36-year-old adult looking forward to a camp that is for <laughs> girls. But if last week was any indication of what this week is going to be about, oh my goodness, I, I'm i in for a treat, but our girls are in for a treat as well. It's cool that we get to live vicariously through them because seeing camp through their eyes as they walked through the door and got to experience the curriculum that we came up with for them was unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. I totally agree. It was true fulfillment. In life, I feel like it can be hard to know whether you're living purposefully or if you have a purpose. I know, me personally, I won't speak for everyone else here. I've worked a lot of odd jobs and I can't say that I felt super on purpose serving booze, you know, um, (laughs) as a cocktail waitress, as a cocktail waitress or, you know, taking chicken parm back to the kitchen because it was undercooked. Like (laughs) there's been so many jobs I've worked that filled a, a need for me by way of a paycheck. However, were they purposeful? Obviously, we feel a, a purpose in everything that we do, right. but this work yeah, feels on purpose, yeah. and that's incredible. Well, and I want to call out what you learned through those odd and end jobs allowed you to be an absolute rock star as a leader for this camp and this business. Amen, honey. So the like 
customer service or creating a wow it you experience like all of those past jobs have allowed you to be who you are in this season of life in this next career move for you and it's really cool because sometimes we kind of gloss over that but if you and i were to look back on all of our jobs it has truly kind of formed who we are today i mean amen 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 so basically what you're saying that is that all the trials and tribulations <laughs> there's been a purpose for all of the pitfalls there's been a purpose for all of the pain yeah. there's been a purpose when we got fired from that job we see yes. it as a door closing but how do we begin to see things as another door opening what's the lesson in what we see as you know opportunities that we let slip through our fingers or places that we messed up so a little tangent there but super thankful that summer camp has shown us just how purposeful and meaningful this work is this conversation that we're having especially during week two of summer camp because what are some statistics around body image and the way girls are feeling about themselves in this day and age okay this is crazy brace yourselves by the age of 13 53 percent of american girls are unhappy with their bodies Woof. i'm gonna say that again by the age of 13, when, you're, One, three, when 13. your daughter is a, a teenager, 53, more than half of American girls are unhappy with their body. This percentage grows up to 78%. That's a more than 20% increase. That's 25% increase by the time girls reach the age of 17. So within four years, the messaging that they're receiving is to not like their body. Mm -hmm. There is an attack on young minds, to be honest, and a lot of them are directed towards females. So in magazines, are magazines still a thing, actually? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Seventeen Magazine? I absolutely oh. do. How about Cosmopolitan? Cosmo was like super racy, and oh. I had to like beg my mother to buy it for me when I was a teenager. I'm sure it's probably how parents feel now with TikTok. I mean, is there even still like a National Enquirer? My mom used to call things <laughs> like that smut. Don't you read that smut. <laughs> Um, okay, maybe more online magazines because obviously the print industry has transitioned more to being online. So online publications, movies, music, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, whatever social platform your girls are utilizing, the messaging they're getting from a lot of those places are to dislike features on their body or that someone else has it better than they do. So they need to mold or mend or contour or wear something different in order to fit in and not like what they already have. Oh, that just breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because when like when as a society, are we going to wake up and say enough is enough? Because these girls are then the cost of them accessing reality through our devices or their devices comes at the detriment of their mental health. Ugh. So much so it and it's we're seeing it firsthand. I know this there's a lot of social causes out there, but the work we do allows us to see these girls pick themselves apart firsthand. And the reality is we only have one body. The body we were born with is the body that we're going to die with, which 
duh, right? But it's not duh because we've grown up now over the last decade in this generation that if something's broken, you can quickly replace it with mm -hmm. something else. And I know we've touched on the fact that this generation is called the microwave generation, because if you want it, it comes to your doorstep within 24 hours. So if you want to make a change, you can change your style. You can get plastic surgery. You can, you can, you can, you can. And it's like, dang, when do we sit down and become at peace with what God gave us? Because this body of ours, I mean, Jill, you're a mom. This body of yours mm -hmm. birthed two beautiful children. 100%. We just got home from the gym. What did we do at the gym? It was hard. Right. Well, and my body is different. It's been different. It's evolved and changed. And, and I have different lumps and bumps now, but with every season, I've loved my body. And I think growing up, I had the honor and the privilege to love my body. I've never there. Don't get me wrong. I definitely poke and prod and and there's moments. But for the most part, even as a young girl, I really did. I, I loved my body and and I knew that it was going to change and grow and be different. But no one ever taught me about my body, like your body image your right. self-talk around your body. Totally. And by no means are we saying that if you don't like something on your body and it's causing distress or has for years that you shouldn't go get that thing enhanced or changed because we want you to love the thing that you see in the mirror, whatever it is. If it's the nose that you don't like, if it's the ears that stick out too much, if it's the teeth, whatever that is, we want you to love the person staring back at you and get to a place where you can do that. But we also really want for this group of girls coming to summer camp, for them to know that their looks, the way that they look is the least interesting thing about them because their eyes are you know, a periscope to the world. Mm -hmm. They bring in beautiful visionary messages. Their ears are what they hear. You know, their lips are the beautiful words that come out of their, their mouth um, in order to build someone up rather than tear someone down. You guys, have you heard that we're hosting a summer camp? Listen, you can go to a summer camp that kills time or you can attend a camp that leverages it. This summer, we aim to empower and inspire young women to pursue more. More confidence, more positive friendships, more community impact, more dreams and aspirations, more self-honoring and healthy habits. To explore more camp options, go to girlsmentorship.com. We can't wait to see you there. Well, and I think how can we as parents, as leaders, as society start to talk about beauty this way? Because what's happening, and I hate to say it, parents, but most of the time when we sit down with our girls and they bring up body image issues, it's because it's talked about at home. And not directly related to the girl. like. You look terrible. You're That's, fat. Yeah. And maybe that is the case in some households. So we'll touch on that too. But as a mom, you can build your daughter up all day long. Honey, you look great. Let's go. That outfit's fire. But if you're tearing yourself down and you're talking about your cellulite or that place on your arm where you wish it didn't flap like a wing or you need to delete that selfie because it looks terrible. 
Your daughter is not going to believe the things that you say about her because she hears the way you're talking about yourself. Oh my gosh, that needs to be that needs to be bolded and underlined and italicized. It's so true and a quick personal story. My son had baseball. It was like towards the end of the season and a friend of ours who's a mom has a little girl running around maybe not even two years old and she was berating her body in front of us as adults which we can handle that we've i hope we have all grown to know what is and isn't beautiful but for her to just talk about it so openly to these fresh little ears who are who who's so still innocent and beautiful in our own eyes I mean, I just, it, it broke my heart and I immediately had a collar out on it. I was like, hey. Yes, you did, You're honey. in with love. with love. With love. I'm like, stop it. You are absolutely beautiful the way you are. And I <clears> want <throat> you to know who also is listening. And it, it stopped her right in her tracks. And she's like, I didn't even think about it. Oh, I know. Well, and that's how we can be an impact. You know, say, if you see something, say something. Yeah. One of my favorite call outs is, hey. Don't talk about my friend that I way. I love when you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people are like, who are you talking about? And you're like, oh, it's me. Oh you're the you're friend. The <laughs> you're the friend. You're it. So just a couple of quick tips from us today. Check your own self-talk because like I said, you could literally pour everything you have in your daughter and you're giving her all this energy and you don't even realize that you're undoing it by what you're saying to and about yourself because those impressionable eyes and ears are seeing and listening to everything that you are saying. So don't contradict your efforts by pouring into your daughter and taking away from yourself because you're going to wind up taking away from her as well. Yeah, and it could be really fun. Like something, if, if this is for you what we call a whip, a work in progress, what can you do? Maybe it's a monthly challenge where you create a mantra or a phrase or something, you need to start putting a plan in place and executing on that plan. So you're building that muscle. So again, like Mary said, it comes from you first and then you get to, you know, distribute it to your yeah, loved ones. That it actually matches what you're saying to your daughter because you're practicing it yourself. So don't forget when we say, hey, practice self-talk, you got to practice it. What's the plan? You got to you got to plan the plan and then you got to work the plan. The next thing we want to call out is beauty is great. You all think your daughters and your sons are handsome and gorgeous and just the light of your life. But what else are you calling out about them? So characteristic wise, quality wise, we were just at the gym and there was a little girl cleaning the floor. Um, there was chalk handprints all over the place and she took it upon herself to wipe some of those away. Jill made it a point to go over to that girl and tell her good job. So is it her persistence? Is it her awareness of her space and she wants it to be clean? Beauty is great. However, we all know that looks fade. So what are the characteristics? What are the qualities that you're calling out within your daughter that she's doing every single day that you can also say, hey, I saw that you did that and that's an incredible job. Mm -hmm. And something that comes to mind for me around a practice that 
you can start practicing at home is like around the dinner table or while you're driving. What are you calling out about your day that maybe it's something you did well? We call it peach or pit or rose or thorn. So what was the what was the best part of your day or what do you want to celebrate? What about you did you do well or whatever that may be? And then on the the flip side of that, the thorn or the the pit, what was maybe a failure? Like how do we also say that what are we celebrating as a failure so that we can learn from it? It's so, room for opportunity, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's not we're not creating this culture of perfectionism. Well, and that brings us to our third point, implementing a conversation like that, not directly after school, not directly after an activity, give your kids some time to decompress as well as soak up what just happened. They need time to soak up what just happened in order to facilitate a transition to the next conversation. So give them some time to do that, but that gives them an opportunity to practice those skills as well. So not only are you checking your self-talk, you're starting a practice of calling out your big wins, calling out thorns in your day, not necessarily failures, but room for opportunity, room for growth, something that didn't sit well with you. And third, you're giving them an opportunity to practice and call that out for them as well. So it becomes a regular practice in their day to day. So they become a beacon of light for their friends who are focused on looks or perfectionism like Jill just called out. Yeah. Well, and that activity peach and pit or rose and thorn can be used if, if you're leading it around a dinner table. It's like, okay, let's identify a leadership quality or whatever it is, something about yourself that isn't, that people can't see on the outside so that they're starting to practice loving other qualities besides what people see externally about them about them yes so this conversation i mean we could literally go on for miles we don't want to do that because we (laughs) want to respect your time as well as ours and we have a little bit more camp to prepare for so thank you for following along those of you who um have just been hyping us up on instagram it's been really fun to engage our community and allow them to see what we've created over these summer camp series so we're excited to talk a little bit more about these subjects leading up to camp so you guys are also in the know if this resonated with you please share it with a friend um more families need to be aware of how they're showing up because a lot of them are unaware just like jill's friend when we can turn on the light bulb we can change a generation and it's our responsibility to do that so like share on your stories send it to a friend let us know what your takeaways were we would love to hear from you so with that enjoy the rest of your day and we look forward to speaking with you on the next what's the lesson episode bye everyone We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, We would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, 
by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review, and three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions, so if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.